Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Janine, host of the Olive Magazine podcast. You're listening to episode four of a special series of podcasts we put together to help our listeners during the lead up to Christmas. In this episode, I catch up with drinks writer Hannah to get some new ideas for what to drink on the big day. From aperitifs and alternatives to champagne to cocktails and mocktails that everyone can enjoy. Hi, Hannah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> um, now, I've got you here today as our drinks writer and resident drinks expert because these sets of podcasts are all about Christmas and we wanted to talk about Christmas drinking. And I thought what might be fun is if we do a kind of morning to evening drinking guide with the idea of um, getting you through from your breakfast through to lunch through to your after dinner drinks and then maybe in the evening just something to chill out and kind of just keeping you nicely topped off along the way and then also some things in there for people who who aren't drinking who want the kind of non-alcoholic versions of things so does that sound good (laughs) so let's start with morning I mean let's face it like Christmas is probably the one time when it's acceptable to drink at breakfast um (laughs) <laughs> and breakfast might be, I don't know, like 11 o'clock or something, because obviously you've had a lie-in, opened your stocking, opened your presents, and then you're just kind of chilling out. Um, what should we be having then? Well, obviously, um, some of the classic Christmas drinks are things like Bloody Marys and mimosas and Buck's Fizz. Um, and I think they're still great options, but um, there are some great ways you can kind of give them a bit of a twist. So um, we've got a recipe for a Bloody Mary made with sherry. Um, on 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 the website, um, and the great thing about that is it's actually a bit more low ABV than using yeah. vodka. So I mean, as much as I love day drinking at Christmas, <laughs> you do kind of want to try and pace yourself, especially yeah. if you think you're going to be having stronger cocktails or, or wine later on in the day. Um, so yeah, that, that Bloody Mary, and it also comes with a really cute little garnish it's called a gilda, which is like a Basque uh, pincho. It's like anchovy and pickle chili. Um, oh yeah I've seen know, those on a skewer so it's like sort of salty and delicious and it's it's a good option if you're making a kind of Spanish themed brunch um those are like soup those are super trendy aren't they I see I see gildas every maybe it's just because I've known or you've mentioned them in something and then you know you just see them everywhere they keep popping up on Instagram and stuff can you make it without the anchovy because I'm an anchovy hater um yeah yeah <laughs> I think I think it's just um it's olives, olives, pickle chili. So to be honest, like the idea is you just want something briny and sharp and salty. Um, and you use a Montalado sherry in that recipe. Yeah. And that's kind of like nutty, but dry and really savoury. Right. So it's great if you don't like your pop cocktails, very, very sweet. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, um, if you like mimosas, and that's usually like just champagne with a bit of orange juice. Yeah. Um, we've got another recipe for just for adding instead of orange juice, just use a bit of Aperol. Um, which is great if you like Aperol spritzers um, or Bellinis, which is classically, um, again, sparkling wine like Prosecco. And you add a bit of peach puree. Um, 
we've done the same uh, with, you can do the same by puring apricot and a bit of vanilla for an apricot bellini. Ooh, or nice. if you just want a less boozy option, you can try sparkling dry cider with a dash of orange juice. Or um, if it, yeah, and that's quite a nice option as well. Um, but just make sure the cider's like super dry and not too sweet. And Because um, you can get some really nice ciders out there, can't you? I mean, like kind of really... Oh, I think you did a whole podcast about cider with that lovely lady from Pomona. But um, but when you think about cider, you know, often you think kind of dodgy park bench drinking, or I do. <laughs> but actually, you know, the the kind of Breton cider and the sort of the really like finer ciders are more like sparkling wine, really, aren't they? Definitely. And actually, there's um, a lot of really nice ciders being made as you would a champagne. So yeah. they're kind of they come in these champagne bottles um, and they're made in the same way. So they're usually like super dry um, and they also feel really special. So actually in general, they're a good option to have again, if you do, and they usually they're cheaper than champagne. um, And I think they have, you know, similar levels of complexity of flavor. So it's a great, yeah, it's a great option if you want something like that. And if you're not drinking, I think um, just picking a, a nice plain sparkling kombucha um, yeah. with a dash of with a dash of orange juice or yeah. any you know whatever fruit juice you like really um that's a good option because again kombucha has that funk and that kind of yeah complexity of flavor that that you want um for a sort of sparkling a kind of non-alcoholic version of a sparkling wine cocktail yeah and that's a nice one to wake up your taste buds as well because the kombucha has got that kind of extra level of you know it's not just like having fizzy lemonade or something it's got that complexity i love that oh uh and uh, if you don't, if you want something really boozy because that's just how you roll or you're hungover from the night before and you just need something to wake you up. But um, I sometimes like, because it's just one of my favourite cocktails, is white Russian, um, which is usually, yeah, vodka, coffee liqueur and double cream. Um, so it is full on. Uh, your stomachs might not be ready for that first thing in the morning, but I sort of see it as like a milky, nice milky cocktail. Um, if you're going really hardcore, um, instead of cream, you can use Irish cream. Um, but that would make it extremely boozy. So I would do very small so quantities. What's the, like Bailey's plus vodka plus, well, just Bailey's plus, vodka, basically. Yeah, Bailey's vodka and coffee liqueur. Um, and coffee liqueur, like supercharged. Yeah, yeah supercharged. Um, and I did try, I tried a really nice Irish cream recently um, uh, from, a, from a brand called Five Farms, um, which oh, comes nice. in a really beautiful bottle and it just tastes amazing. Mm. It tastes like butterscotch basically it's just really creamy and delicious yeah I mean I mentioned Bailey's because like we're all massive fans and we've got loads of recipes for using it on the website but as you said there's all of the supermarkets have done their versions of it and um and there's millions of like slightly posher ones just as the one you mentioned as well so definitely the drinks market's like changed quite a lot recently hasn't it and everyone's kind of doing a a souped up version of something else so I think it's definitely worth keeping your eyes open what about um you know, we're moving on, we've had breakfast, we've got our sparkly jumper on and we're prepping the dinner. Um, bearing in mind, we are cooking. <laughs> Something to just keep us ticking along, keep the mood up. Um, what are we having there? Well, um, if you're not doing the traditional option, which is swigging masala or cooking sherry from the bottle when you're cooking, which I've definitely been guilty <laughs> of doing. And crying. But yeah, and crying <laughs> and having a meltdown. Um, again, you know, I may have done that on occasion when I've realised I've taken on too much. Um, I think, again, not too boozy. So something like a spritz, um, 
is kind of a really good option. So getting a nice vermouth in and just um, adding a little bit of sparkling water, maybe like a wedge of orange or or lemon. Um, And you can do the same with white port and tonic, which is delicious and has really nice... Yeah, it has really great fruity flavours. And they're quite summery drinks. But to be honest, I think that's quite, I don't know, there's something very fresh and kind of, yeah, yeah, very refreshing, I think. You don't want to have too much heavy. It's really tempting just to kind of like chug, you know, particularly big family. I've been to big family Christmases where like various uncles will be like, more red wine. And you could just, (laughs) it just gets topped up all day. But that's actually just quite heavy to have. Um, Another option is um, you could go really old school and just have a shandy which is usually beer and lemonade, but um, you could try swapping the lemonade for ginger beer. Um, and again, that might be a nice option for beer drinkers who want to, who want to take it easy. Um, or classics like Campari and soda. Or um, if you're not drinking, um, a classic is just tonic water with some Angostura bitters. Yeah, that's really good. I use that whenever I do dry January as my like... Um is my sort of treat drink or whatever to have. And it's just, there's something really just growing up about it. And someone, someone actually pulled me off. <laughs> I was doing dry jam and I posted it saying, um, oh yeah, this is a great idea, you know, thing. And they would, they said, oh, you know, Angostura bitters is alcoholic. I was like, yeah, but you literally put like the, a drop in. So by the time it's gone all the way through your big glass of tonic, you're probably, it'll be the same ABV as like, say, a non-alcoholic beer, won't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is technically alcoholic. And if you're being <clears> super <throat> strict, then yes, it is. But you, it's, it'd be, as you said, it's such min, in such minuscule quantities that, yeah. you know, it, it, won't, it won't register in any way. Yeah. And um, again, if you, if you don't want to drink, but you still fancy the idea of spritzers, there are loads of really great alcohol-free aperitifs available at the moment um yeah. such as um acorn aperitifs or um everleaf which is one of my favorites and they've recently oh, really? released yeah they do um they had one one expression originally but they've just done two new ones and mm. the my favorite is um it's called mountain and it's sort of floral but bitter with a really lovely um sort of silky rich texture um so it's a a really nice balance between sweet and bitter um and they go really really nicely in um in spritzers or actually if you have kombucha I've I've often added a a dash of that again for Mm -hmm. a sort of just a a bit of a more of an interesting drink as opposed to having something so you you would treat it like a a spirit I mean obviously it's non-alcoholic but you treat it like a spirit as in you would add a mixer to it yes although to be honest um it's a bit punchy if you have it neat but it's actually really nice just with some just with 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 a bit of ice what was that called again everleaf Everleaf. and the original expression is called forest now and that's also really good and there's another one called marine which is a bit more kind of savory and salty but they're well worth checking out and finally um one of my favourite uh, cocktails I've cr- I ever created for Olive was um, a sherry sour, which mm. uses um, dry sherry like Fino or Amontillado or Manzanilla. Um, and you just use, uh, you just make, a, you basically make a sour with it. So you use um, lemon juice and an egg white. Um, and again, it's just super low ABV, but also feels quite like you're having like a proper drink. It still feels yeah. quite special. So you put it in your cocktail shaker with the egg white and ice and shake it up and then strain it into your little... Yeah over ice as well in the glass no I would put the ice in I basically put all the ingredients into the cocktail shaker yeah. give it a, a good shake because you want um 
you want the egg white, that, that's what makes the egg white. You get that yeah. lovely creamy layer at the top. Yeah. Cool. And what about um, a nice aperitif to serve to everyone before they sit down to eat? You know, if you're if you want something different to like champagne, you're serving like little trays of canapes or something, it would be really nice to serve a drink with that. What would you suggest for that? Well, um, if you if you want some sparkling wine, but you can't, your budget can't stretch to champagne, um, yeah. or to be, um, be honest, it's just not not your taste, um, I would try something like a cremant. Cremants are actually made the same way as champagne, um, but they're just much, much cheaper. Um, so it's similar flavours, um, that's actually a tip from Kate Hawkins, our wine writer, and she's um, in Honours uh, December issue. She's written a lot about different sparkling wines that you can try. Um, she also uh, suggests if you have got sparkling wine and it is, the quality is maybe not what you'd hope. Um, <laughs> we've all been there. Um, is just add a dash of your favourite liqueur. So you can do yeah. um, Cassis, which is like a classic Key oh, Royale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I just yeah, think that's, yeah. it's just a really nice option. Or um, to be honest, whatever you've got lying around, slow gin's a good option. But whatever, yeah. to be honest, most liqueurs that you have, you could add a dash of and it would be it would be really nice. Just gives it that extra little, like, dimension, doesn't it? That's nice. Cool. Um, anything else? So if, um, if you want um, a bit of a stronger cocktail, um, obviously a Negroni is very strong. But um, if you want to give it a bit of a Christmassy twist or you want to use up some ingredients, if you've got some, if you've been given some tawny port in for Christmas, nice. um, I would, instead of using the vermouth in the Negroni, because the Negroni is classically gin, um, Campari and vermouth, I would use tawny port in, in place of vermouth. Or um, if you like martinis, um, then a good option. Normally martinis, the classic recipe is often quite plain. It's usually just gin or vodka yeah. and vermouth. But actually, um, I went um, pre, pre-lockdown, I went to the Connaught, the Connaught um, for a martini. And it's absolutely incredible. They basically make the martini on a trolley by your table. And it's- oh, they've got one of those amazing trolleys where they wheel it up and then they kind of do it to order. I love that. It's so, like, it's super theatrical. Like, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's, 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 worth, it's definitely worth doing if you love martinis. It's a really special experience. But be warned, they are huge. So only order one but they give you um your choice of bitters so they give a choice of six different bitters from like cardamom to tonka bean um and I had cardamom in mine and actually it really did change how the drink tasted so um if you have any bitters it's always worth adding um I quite like adding orange bitters to a martini um particularly if you're using like a London dry gin or something because that often has quite citrusy flavors how much would it set you back to have a martini at the Connaught (laughs) um it's I think it's yeah it's not it's not the cheapest it's definitely a, a treat it's a special treat kind of thing I'd probably say um I can't, can't quite remember what the price was but it's definitely <laughs> you've just wiped it out of your memory haven't you it's one of those nights <laughs> it's not something I personally I think I can stretch to one I don't think I could have more but like you said you know you it, it's the whole experience and the theatre and everything and I think in the future, we're probably going to relish those little experiences a little bit more. So, you know, if you just go and have one, and it's a big one, <laughs> it is a big one. To be honest, it's 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 not the cheapest, but you know, yeah, you'll but... you'll definitely feel you'll feel like you've had a good drink. So, once we've once we've had dinner and we're moving on to pudding, or in fact, um, I noticed like a lot of restaurants um, recently kind of do pudding cocktails so people who you know 
don't want to eat a pudding might opt for a cocktail which has got kind of pudding elements into it what have you got for that uh yes yeah, so i i'm i'm very fond of a sweet drink or a dessert cocktail um after a big meal often because um you know i don't have much of a sweet tooth yeah. um and i don't usually have room for sort of a big heavy pudding if i'm honest so that's when um sort of dessert wines and and, and sweeter drinks can really um really shine um a classic option for christmas is um pedro Jimenez sherry if you don't know what that is it's the one of the, it's one of the sweetest styles of sherry it's like usually a really dark brown or inky black color and it basically tastes like liquid raisins yeah. um and it's often used for um putting into christmas puddings it is, so yeah. it will taste extra festive and so and to be honest just sipping on a sipping on a little glass of that is is can just be can, can be just right it's quite sweet though, isn't it? I mean, I, I actually find, and I, I do love sherry, but I find PX sherry just, it's just a little step too far for me in sweetness. It is, it can, it can be, um, yeah, super, super sweet. Or if you, if you still want to use it though, we have a recipe for a, a PX Manhattan on the mm. website. So again, a bit of a, it's, it's, it sort of tempers the sweetness of the sherry um, and it's a bit sort of more booze forward. So what do you put in, what, what goes in the PX Manhattan? Um, the PX Manhattan, so basically you, um, PX, uh, Manhattan usually uses bourbon or rye whiskey. Yeah. Um, and then you add, it also includes um, like sweet vermouth, but you basically oh. just swap the sweet vermouth for the PX sherry. And I think you add a dash of just dry, dry vermouth as well, just to balance things out. Mm, that sounds lovely and really, really Christmassy as well. Yeah, it's one of, it's one of my favourites actually. Um, and also if you want, again, if you want to kind of keep those festive vibes up, um, I know it's the second black, uh, but I've already mentioned the white Russian, but a black Russian, which is just usually coffee liqueur and vodka. Um, but if you have a nice, if you've been given a nice sort of Christmas liqueur or spirit, then, um, if you sort of just do half the amount of vodka, usually it's like two parts vodka to one part coffee liqueur. But if you yeah. sort of instead replace some of the vodka, all of the vodka with a kind of Christmassy spirit of your choice, and there are loads out there, um, yeah. that's often a nice option. And uh, finally, um, if you have a really sweet tooth and you have and you love mint chocolate, and that might be a, I think mint chocolate is a bit of a marmite, mm. uh, a marmite drink. Um, I also really like a grasshopper, which is creme de menthe, uh, creme de cacao, and cream. Um, wow. and yeah. <laughs> if you like mint chocolate you'll love that um it's a very and it's a very sort of retro cocktail it's bright green so if you like your kind of kitsch kitsch drinks then i would want to be stirring it up with a, a mint matchmaker as well <laughs> and then like eating it at the same time that sounds amazing um the other thing i was going to ask you about um because you've written some recipes in uh, the christmas issue for kind of winter warmer cocktails and i think you were thinking about you know next level mulled wine because we, we we've all kind of had mulled wine what what kind of things did you come up with for that so um obviously mulled wine is um at least for me it's it's, it's a must-have at christmas oh, yeah. but um it's it's one of those things you can really easily customize depending on what you have um so we did something called a hot spice cherry cup um mm. in the christmas issue and that just it just means adding sort of cherry brandy or cherry liqueur um wow. to a kind of fairly classic mulled wine base but again you can you can customize that you can use rum amaretto whiskey um you know whatever you fancy so you just use the mulled wine as your base and then just add add a little dash of something to kind of soup it up a bit that's lovely 
And I also, um, I did a recipe for mulled port, um, which obviously ports um, a bit stronger than normal wine. It's usually about 20% ABV. So um, we'd definitely do smaller quantities of that. But um, the recipe I made um, also has um, herbs in it, like rosemary. So it's kind of quite savoury, but you can, you can have, it's really nice warm, but you can also Ooh. chill it and dilute it with tonical lemonade for a sort of sum, more, sum, maybe not more summery, but just a kind of more refreshing drink. Yeah. So would you just serve that in quite small glasses? Because otherwise you'd be just on the floor, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. Just <laughs> have a little, as opposed to like a big mug, I would just do a little kind of small little tot of it. What about for the people who aren't drinking? Um, so um, we've got a really lovely recipe for a multi punch on the website. Um, and that uses hibiscus tea and cranberry juice, um, as well as like various, you know, kind of classic mild wine spices. Um, and that's a lovely warming um, warming drink that ha- still has the kind of a bit of the body and the sharpness and the fruitiness of mulled wine yeah hibiscus tea has got a, a gorgeous flavor as well it's quite trendy but it is it, it's quite complex isn't it so it doesn't feel like you're just drinking like a sweet sweet drink it's kind of got a lot of different layers to it yeah it's one of my favorite teas actually it has um particularly for trying to make a non-alcoholic cocktail yeah. um it just has that sharpness and that kind of like I said that complexity so it's, it's quite a good swap for a lot of ingredients and um, and I think our um, Olive Wine Awards that you uh, organised recently have just gone online, haven't they? Tell, tell us about that, because that's really useful for people buying their Christmas booze. Yeah, so the Olive, the Olive Supermarket Wine Awards um, and the results are online now um, uh, were basically created because we wanted to give readers um, just a bit of help when it came to selecting what the best bottles of wine to buy were in the supermarkets, because I've definitely, I've been into the supermarket and often there's so much stuff on option. And I just, I often get a bit overwhelmed and I've just like reached for whatever I recognise or seems quite nice. Um, so we've got, so basically um, we've got lots of different categories, but it covers budget options, blower options, and um, you should be able to find anything you want. So whether you're after a kind of affordable Sauvignon Blanc or a really nice supermarket champagne or port or sherry, um, there'll be something there for you. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing I really liked about it. Was it really? It, we kind of pinpointed the various grape that we knew that people were that were really popular that we knew that people were looking for, and just found like the best of the best. So that is that's a brilliant guide, and that's online now. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for coming to chat to us today, Hannah. Loads of things to take away there, and as always, um, if you head to olivemagazine.com, you can find out more information on all of those cocktails and the wine awards thanks a lot see you soon bye you've been listening to a special christmas episode of the olive magazine podcast we're having a break for the holidays but we'll return in january with a new series so please do listen out for that in the meantime you can find loads of brilliant recipes and helpful advice at our website olivemagazine.com where you can also listen to our back catalogue of over 200 podcast episodes And if you're looking for a great subscription, why not take advantage of our special Christmas offer of $29.99 for every 13 issues, saving a huge 56% off the usual shop price. Go to buysubscriptions.com forward slash allpod1220. That's O-L-P-O-D 1220. And redeem your offer today. Offer ends 31st of December. Have a great holiday and we'll be back in 2021 with loads more great food and drink chat.